Atomic Radio Hour Goldman Entertainment Program. This film live in front of a studio audience in beautiful Southern Colorado. Hey everybody. Hi. It's me, Vince. Welcome. It's time for Atomic Radio Hour, episode 194. I'm getting all the way up there. How are you? I hope you're well. Some things to talk about. Not a lot. Short episode. Not a lot happened. The world's still on fire, so can't really do much about it. Um, this is actually going to be the 100th episode I edit on this laptop. So, 100 episodes ago, uh, almost two years ago, I bought a laptop. I bought a laptop so I could teach myself how to edit. I bought a laptop. Well, I was already teaching myself how to edit, but I could do it more. And I record all of Atomic Radio Hour here. My, I mean, my setup is very bare bones. You could start with nothing, but mine's just a laptop, a Focusrite, an SP404SX, a Sure microphone, a Logitech, a uh, 1080 camera. Like, you don't need a stupid amount of stuff. And I do all of Atomic Radio Hour here on this. I do all of Lizard Brains, which is – I plan on bringing it back at some point. And uh, I didn't edit Tabletop. That was totally Olive's job. But Kyle and Vince is all here. The YouTube videos I edit here. Uh, the streams, the highlights of the streams all here. Everything right here on this laptop. And I've been doing the main program for a 100 episodes as of this recording so hi welcome to atomic radio hour been doing this for kind of a bit at this point i hope you're well i don't have like i said i don't really have a lot to talk about it was a very very slow week there's something i kind of want to talk about at the end the lore today is fun um because it's something i've always wanted to talk about but for the past few months i've wanted to talk about it i should say uh but i don't know if you guys have heard this but there's supposed to be ads coming to Netflix and Hulu and HBO. And I mean, Hulu already has the ads, but like more. Um, Disney Plus, all going to start having ads on their platform. And like, we ju we're just back to cable. Because it was like, oh, I have Netflix and then I have Hulu with live TV and then I have HBO and maybe I have Disney. Well, now I got to get Paramount because I want to watch The Office again or I want to watch SpongeBob or a bunch of other Nickelodeon shows I grew up with. But you know what? Now that I'm watching Rugrats again, hey, I kind of want to watch Doug, but Doug got bought out by Disney. So I'm assuming Doug is only on Disney. But, oh, you know, they're doing new Proud Family. And, oh, damn, Proud Family. Didn't they do new episodes of iCarly? Shit, I should watch that again. But, like, hey, I kind of want to watch all the Adult Swim stuff. Because, you know, I'm kind of playing in that, uh, kind of playing in the nostalgia. And, like, that early, like, home movies and Space Ghost and Aqua Teen. Like, I want to watch all the stuff I wasn't allowed to watch. Well, then you got to get HBO. It's like, yeah, but, you know, now I want something new. I want animation that's new. Well, they have the Cuphead show. Over on Netflix, and they have like Bojack, which I think is like a near perfect show over on Netflix. So why don't you just hop over to? So like, we're back to paying a hundred and something dollars a month to watch TV. Like, I'm kind of happy that even though streaming has come in and like there isn't cable anymore, TVs haven't gone out for a while. I was really afraid that every room was just going to have a computer or a laptop hooked up to like a bigger screen, but it like wasn't a TV. I'm just happy TVs are around. There's something very comforting for me about having a television in my living room. 
I don't know. It's like this thing that like I'm the only person on the planet who probably misses watching cable. Like I miss that feeling of like, oh man, it's almost nine o'clock. Like get the popcorn going, get the drinks ready. Like Walking Dead's going to be on. Something something I want to watch is going to be on. The new episode of New Girl is coming on. They're bringing it back. Like they're doing that weird new season thing for Parks and Rec that like didn't need to happen, but did. It was kind of cool, but I don't know. Like I miss that. I miss being like, oh, it's... 7.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central. Like, I, I I want that. Like, I'll sit through the shitty commercials. But, like, cable should be nothing. I forget what I was listening to. It might have been Sardonicast where they were like, why is cable still expensive? Why is it not $10? Because I would have cable then. Because I would just get it just to have it to have the news and the weather and whatnot. So... Streaming apps are going to have commercials. And does that mean like I have to watch a, I have to watch four minutes of commercials before I watch a movie on Netflix? Does that mean I have more commercials? Do I have like, I think Hulu's maybe like a minute, maybe two minutes, but like, do I have to sit through six minutes of commercials? If I want to watch SNL and it says 45 minutes run, 46 minutes runtime, 45 minutes runtime, do I have to sit there and watch 15 minutes in commercials? Like I'm watching it on cable. It doesn't surprise me that Disney's doing this because Disney will do anything for a dollar. But I don't know. I just, I'm curious for what other people think about this because we're just back to cable. Like, I remember for a while when cable was around, it was like, you can get AMC or you could get AMCHD. And then it was like, well, I don't want to watch regular television if there's an HD channel. And then it was like, oh, well, don't worry about HD anymore because now there's a streaming app. Like, dude, there's a DC app. Why? Like, why not just be like, hey, we're going to partner with – I mean, this could have happened because I don't, I don't – you know how fast things change. Paramount or Warner Brothers – I don't know if Paramount and Warner Brothers might have a thing together for this because I think you could watch Space Jam on Paramount+. Plus. I don't remember. I don't really care to be honest. All I'm saying is like I want to watch – like I want to watch – the animated Batman series, and I don't know where. Like, I could probably get it on HBO, honestly. But, like, why do I have... Like, I can't get HBO on any of my stuff. Like, I have to go through Hulu, but when I'm in Hulu, I can't search in HBO. And then if I search for something that I know is... Like, I wanted to watch Smiling Friends. I feel like the only person who hasn't watched Smiling Friends yet. Like, if I want to go watch Smiling Friends, I can't go to Hulu and then go to HBO and then search within that. It's like... Go to HBO or go to Hulu, click on HBO. Good luck finding it. Sorry, pal. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know. I want to know what people, other people are thinking. Link in the description below to the Discord so you can let me know. Uh, but I hope you guys are well. Hope you guys are, are doing fine. Like I said, I don't have a super duper long episode for you today. Not much happened. Uh, I did get word from Kyle. Um, it's getting bad. Uh, this whole Russia-Ukraine conflict is starting to bleed over because it's kind of like its own thing into the Neo-Vietnam thing. And um, it's scary. And Kyle's kind of on like the border there. He's – I forget the country. He told me it's just south. It's a country to south of Ukraine. I want to say a little to the the west, I believe, if, if he told me cr- correctly – um, best thing for you guys to do to help support Kyle is to get into the discord and just thoughts and prayers at Papa or whatever you want to say in the discord. Again, link to the, to the discord in the description below. He's, he's fighting the good fight. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I write him letters and I tell his widow, like 
what do we do? I say to her, I, I comfort her and like, you know, it sucks, but what do you, what are you to do? So, all right, let's get into this lore for this week. Again, like I said, it is somewhat of a shorter episode and I do be apologizing for it. But before we get into the lore, what I do need to do is I need to thank the Patreon. So starting from, starting from the top of the Patreon, we have to thank the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. After Noah, we have to thank Danny. Thank you, Danny. After Danny, it's Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Last but certainly not least, we have to thank TP. Thank you once again to everybody who supports over on the Patreon. There's a link to the description uh, below if you'd like to support the show in your own special way. I hope you guys are well. Thank you for checking us out. Thank you for supporting. Now on to the lore. Now, normally, and I've said this a billion and six times, normally what I do is I'll go into the Discord and I'll ask a question. And I'll say, hey, guys. I'm thinking of a number, a color, a game, um, you know, a hairstyle. A hairstyle is a good one. Maybe I'll do that next week. Thinking of something, right? Thinking of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, a periodic table of elements element, right? Let me know what you, you picks. Whoever picks first gets it, gets to pick the lore for the week. Now... I totally forgot. Uh, this is the first week in a while that I feel like I've kind of emerged and been amongst the land of the living and kind of had to just be a person for a little while. And I it totally slipped my mind. I remember being like, Sunday, ask the questions Sunday or Saturday or Sunday, 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 do it then and just totally forgot. So I did one that I was kind of keeping in my back pocket in case nobody picked. And I just really wanted to do it because I was so transfixed on it. Because I hadn't really discovered this place until about two, three, four years ago when I restarted playing New Vegas again. Uh, the 188 Trading Post. So if you want to hear any lore in particular whatsoever, make sure you're in the Discord. There's a link to the Discord in the description below. Make sure you're there once a week. Normally, I ask a question and the first person to get the question right gets to pick lore for the week. And this week's lore is on the 188 trading post. So at the intersection of Route 95 and Route 93, there is a little trading post that goes by the 188 trading post that was established in 2281, the year that New Vegas takes place. After the NCRCF prison break, some traders, Samuel Kerr and his daughter Michelle, uh, left Prim to escape from the prisoners to kind of get away from that and found uh, this little spot at the intersection of 95 and 93. They chose this position uh, here at this intersection to make 188 because they noticed how much traffic was coming through there, not just from other caravanners, but the NCR and also people coming to New Vegas to gamble. And this is after the long 15, I-15 had been shut down. This is also a spot between Hoover Dam and McCarran that people were just hitting. It was just location, location, location. They found it before anybody else did and really got something good out of it. It's now a hub for commerce, for NCR citizens, for merchants, for soldiers. Like I said, pretty much everybody who's trying to make their way to New Vegas. Gun runners, which I didn't know this. I, I haven't spent a ton of time in 188, to be completely honest. I, I go there for one reason, uh, to get Veronica. And then I dip, because that and a uh, character who I want to talk about in a little bit. I don't 
really ever go there, but the gun runners have a shop there. There's also another merchant. I kind of will get into the other shops that are there in just a moment. Uh, but it's just this small little hub. I would actually really like to do lore on Veronica just because I feel like I know it, but I don't. And especially because I just did Christine, it would be nice to do Veronica. So one of the many shops, there's only four. <laughs> so one of the four shops that's at 188 is the 188 Slop and Stop. It's a bar that's created out of a city liner. There should be a picture of a city liner behind me. City liners are just buses, but they're called city liners. Samuel Kerr is the bartender who can make uh, repairs to your weapons. Their motto is, it's better than nothing. So they pretty much know like, hey, there's nothing else out here and you're gonna stop here. Michelle works during the day, Sammy Kerr works at night, and there's a reloading bench not far from the 188 Slobbins shop. There's also just an arms dealer, a guy there who's selling weapons, a person there selling weapons, and if you tell them that you're NCR an, an NCR affiliate, they'll give you a discount on the weapons. There's a gun runner there. His name's Alexander, and he's got a bodyguard. And the only way for him to sell to you is if you have a skill check that is high, a gun skill check that is high enough, which I think is really neat. Because I, you can't, according to the wiki, you can't go to him and just say, hey, I'm NCR, when the NCR and the gun runners have a deal with each other, which I think is neat. The forecaster. He's a little boy, young fella, who goes by the forecaster and he will sell you his thoughts for a hundred caps piece. He's listed as a merchant. And I didn't think I'd ever have a chance to ever talk about this kid ever again, except for right now. And I really want to, so we're going to. So he's a clairvoyant kid. Like he's a child and he can see the, he can tell you of the future and of the past. Like he's just like, He's just there and he has a, people call it a gift and he kind of acknowledges it, but he's got like this, this headgear, like this 1950s, 1960s, like some nerd named Melvin headgear, like just, and I'm fascinated with this character because I never, I never knew he was there. Like I didn't know he even existed. And I just found this out, like, like I said, a few years ago, maybe even a year ago, a year and a half. He's such a lonely kid because of this, because he can see the future, this headgear that he wears, he refers to it as his own medicine, and he collects like these trinkets and artifacts from without, without in the wastes to kind of bring him back. And the headgear, his medicine, it quells the mind, but then he can't like think, he can't see anything. So like, if you go to him and you're like, Hey kid, I need another, I need another fortune. I need another, here's another hundred caps. Give me another one. Give me another one. Give me another one. He gets severe migraines in the interest of the loneliness. You can ask the kid, the forecaster, why are you all alone? And he says, because his parents died a few years ago and he can only see them when he takes off his medicine. When he takes the headgear off is the only time he can see these people. He's the only time he can see the memories. Because I'm assuming if he sees the future and the past, he witnesses every time he thinks of them, his parents being killed or dying or what have you. Now, if you try to buy his visions from him and you don't have caps, he, which I kind of really like, he tells the courier, don't worry, you'll have caps soon enough or someday, something along those lines. Just some notes on him quick. You can get his scout uniform that he wears by reverse pickpocketing him. So you can, that's cool. So behind the scenes, this is directly from the wiki. 
This says, The Forecaster was designed by Joshua Sawyer and written and scripted by John Gonzalez. Sawyer was inspired by the experiments of the cathedral in Fallout and the concept of psychers. He also, well, that's right, they did wear psyker helmets. He also wanted the first child the player would likely meet to be, a, to be friendly and helpful. Sawyer later stated that he somewhat regretted going a little over the edge with the writing. And he's referred to as Clay in the dialogue script notes. That's odd. That's neat. So back to 188, there's a star bottle cap if you're doing that quest and you want to meet big homie Malcolm Holmes. That's just about everything. It's just about everything I really have to say about 188. This is the point in the episode when I talk about um, New Vegas where I say that I wish... New Vegas had a little more time to be worked on than 18 months, so this could have been fleshed out a tiny bit more. Other than that, I love little settlements like this. I love little trading posts. I love very pragmatic things in the wasteland. That's pretty much all I have to say on 188. That, my friends, is lore. Now, I don't know about the rest of you guys. I don't know where you are in the world. But... If you're in the States or my hemisphere, then the weather's starting to get better. Starting. Depends on where you live. It's supposed to snow again in like two days. It's actually, I think Sunday's supposed to be like in the high 70s and then it's going to snow. Um, but how are you guys doing? How are you doing mentally? Um, I know winter, I know, but I know some parts of the world winter is, is the other half there. Anyway. I know winter could be hard for a lot of people. You're inside. The sun goes down super early. It feels like months, like more than just the actual months, like years until you're going to see sunlight again. I'm kind of happy that I don't live in a, a country that has like blackouts for uh, like 16 hours a day or sun for 16 hours a day. I do like the night. I like the feeling of night when everything slows down and gets quiet and gets calm and you can kind of breathe. There's no rush. There's no hustle and bustle. There's a nice calmness. It's cooler. It's relaxed. You can hear crickets. That's my experience at least. And I, these past few weeks for me have been very hard and I'm starting to get out of it. Um, I don't know if it's been seen on the show, but like, I don't know. I went through like a weird breakup thing. Not like, I don't know. I feel like breaking up with a friend is like worse than breaking up with a partner because like, I don't know. There's, I think more of a wholesomeness there with a friend. Um, just, you know, there's this whole, I, then I, then I thought I had COVID and just, it's, it's a hard, it's the hardest part of the year. I kind of like that we get it out of the way, like really early. Cause it's like December hits, New Year's, we're, we're done, we're done with that year. And then it's like January to March, get, even, maybe even April, get ready. It's like, that's gonna be the slog. That's gonna be hard. That's gonna be you getting overwhelmed and thinking about things because you go to work and you get home and it's dark out. What am I gonna, I can't go to the park. So I just hope you guys are, you know, and that's why, like, I always say, like, it's, I feel like it's almost like a pseudo meme of like, hey, join the Discord, but join the Discord. There's a bunch of like, my, like minded folks in there that like Fallout, that like probably a bunch of things you like. I've been slowly kind of getting back into Batman a little bit. 
not that I ever like got out of it, but like I've been playing the Arkham games and like I want to read the comics again. I want to start reading again. But like you know, it's it's good and I maybe this this information's coming a little too late, but like it's good to kind of keep up. It's good to kind of have family members you can call or friends. You know, some people have found families and that's just as beautiful as a as a traditional family. Just because your homies like I mean, you kiss your homies goodnight, right? Like come on. Like I just, I, I hope you guys are doing well. Like I said, these past few months for me have been a little rough. Peaks and valleys, though. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's up and it's down. It's up and it's down. But that's life. If you had if you had nothing but sunshine, I'm sorry, you wouldn't appreciate the sunshine if you never had rain every now and again. Little things, small things. Talk to an old friend. You know, take a walk around the block. As dumb as that might sound, as dumb as that might sound. Sometimes if I just want to get out of the house and I live a few blocks away from my grocery store, I'll just walk to the grocery store, maybe buy like, I don't know, fudging uh, almond milk and walk home. I'll get a snack, walk home. I get a, get a, get a, um, what are they called? Mounds bars, those dark chocolate with the cocoa nut. Anybody who says they don't like coconut in, in chocolate or coconut in general is a liar. Uh, it's like, well, what's it called? Um, cilantro. People say that they, they don't like to taste cilantro. There's a conspiracy theory about that, that I think is really interesting that I think you should look into that everybody who says that they don't is in on something. And like, I like cilantro and I'm like, what are you motherfuckers in on? Anyway, I'm not here for that. The Nephilim though, I am, um, the Nephilim are real. I'm not going to go super into it. This isn't a conspiracy theory type show. I do enjoy me a good con spear, but <laughs> giants are real people. Uh, they're brought up in like every culture. And then there was like a museum that smashed bones in like, I want to say it was, I wasn't the Met. It might've been the Louvre. Probably not the Louvre. I want to say it was in England. Anyway, like 1902, there was, there was like a femur that was like four feet long. And they were like, this doesn't fit our science. Smash it. Anyway, I hope you're, see, that's like, that's something I do. I kind of fall down these rabbit holes. And I think that's natural. I mean, one of the best series ever on YouTube is Frederick Knudsen's Down the Rabbit Hole. And if you're ever curious of just, hey, like, like that's how I found out about Christian. Really? I mean, there was the Satchmo documentary that I was into a little bit. And I watched that a couple times. And then, then Freddie did one. And then it was just like, I think Gino popped off later, which like, go watch all these people's stuff. But like, you know, find new things, even if it's a small hobby. That's, I read this recently. I forget where I read this. And somebody said the generation that I belong to, the millennials, uh, even though I'm a younger millennial. Mm. Uh, see, that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to be a millennial, but I want to be a Gen Z. So, you know, I'm a young millennial. So like, I, I understand TikTok. I don't get it, but I understand it. <laughs> like, we don't have hobbies. Like, it feels like we were told that every hobby you have should be marketed. Like, I have friends that would probably really enjoy golf and they don't go because they just don't have the time. I don't really play video games unless I'm playing with my friends. Like, I don't sit down to play a video game by myself. These are why I'm bringing this up because I've noticed these patterns in myself. And honestly, to be as transparent as I can with you as I – to be as transparent with you as I can, sometimes I don't feel like talking about these things because it's, it's overwhelming. It's a lot to talk about. And – this is like my hobby, but I put a lot of time and effort into it. And yes, it, because of the Patreon, it is somewhat monetized, but like I'm doing this without that. Like even if even if that didn't exist, I'm doing this. Like this feels good to me. This feels right. This feels like a proper way that I can spend my time. And I said it before and I'll say it again. Like it taught me how to edit. 
I think the art of storytelling is, is something that I've appreciated since I was a kid. And this kind of helps me like the fact that I've been kind of just riffing for like, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. I'm not really paying attention to time is like a thing that I'm proud that I can do that. I can just kind of go Does having what I believe might be ADHD help probably, but like, these are things that, and like, let me, let me start to put a bow on this. These are things that I feel like we should talk about openly. We should talk about sex and religion relationships. We should talk about abuse and toxicity. We should talk about what makes us happy more openly. And this makes me happy. What makes me really happy, as silly as it might sound, is going to therapy. Therapy is very important to me. And I hate the mantra, the attitude that is around therapy of only crazy people go to therapy. And I tried not to say that with a, with a, like a voice, like meh about it. Cause I don't want to be dismissive of those who think that way, because if I'm dismissive of them, they can never change their mind. Everybody needs someone to talk to. This is, I'll tell you from me, everybody needs someone to talk to and talking to your friends is nice. And before I went to therapy, my idea was, why am I going to pay someone who doesn't care to listen to me, bitch, when I can go hang out with this person over here in their shed while they smoke reefer and I watch them smoke reefer and I just bitch and moan at them. And that's because they're too involved. They know too many idiosyncratic things about me, about the other person, about anything else going on in life. But the person who you're going to pay to listen to you is trained in that field to listen to you and give you the best advice. It's very healthy to talk to somebody. And you know what? If you have a therapy friend who listens to you and is supportive and is respectful and is productive with the information and time that you give them, then hey, more power to you. God bless. But it's healthy to talk to somebody. If you're feeling down, community is a beautiful thing. Like I said, there's links in the description of the Discord. Um, I, I think I post some fire tweets. Here's one behind me that I really like. Really proud of this one. Just... <laughs> There's a bunch of links to people and that first step of getting out and talking to somebody, this here is very therapeutic for me right now. And I'm happy that I did this because I've been really putting this off. There's actually a, a part of this, I won't say what part, that I took out early on that I actually said in the recording of one of these episodes. And I took it out because I was like, they don't need to know about that. And maybe you don't. But it's good to be vulnerable. It's good to show how you're feeling. It's good to talk. And that's pretty much all I have for this episode. Thank you for being here. If you liked the intro music, it's by Shane Ivers. You can get all of his music at silvermansounds.com slash free music. Stop there and you get a load of bangers. But if you add Feather Duster to the end of that URL, you'll get our intro song. There's a link in the description, like I've said many times throughout this episode. There's a link in the description to the Discord. There's one to the Patreon. Thank you to the Patreon. There's a Redbubble where you can get some designs of the program there. There's a bunch of fun stuff, uh, link-wise. My Twitter, Kyle's Twitter, Show's Twitter. Come hang out. I hope you're well. I hope, even though this is a silly little Fallout show, I hope that you got something out of this. I hope you're happy. Hope you're proud. I hope you're content. I love you. Be safe. I will speak again with you next week. Goodbye. Atomic Radio Hour.
A Ghoulman Entertainment Production.